Hi everyone, this is Never Too Late Cafe with the Bloom Where You're Planted podcast, and I'm Laura Womack, your host. Today I have with me a special guest, Steve Free. Welcome, Steve. Glad to be here. Why don't you tell everyone what your art form is and how long you've been doing it? Uh, well, I've been called everything, you know, but I guess the bottom line is I'm just a, just a folk singer, you know, storyteller. And how long? Gosh, 40 some years, probably. Wow. And you write all of your own music, is that correct? Yes, yes, most of it. Mm-hmm. So um, I know we spoke earlier about your awards. And can you tell us a little bit about some of the, I know you have many awards. So what is the most important award that you have won that for you that means the most to you? Well, the most prestigious award I got, I, I didn't win. It was a Grammy nomination, so, you know, but I lost. But uh, yeah, I, I've won quite a few awards, but probably the one that means the most, even though it's not a national or national award, was uh, I won the Governor's Award for the Arts in Ohio as Ohio's number one artist. And uh, that really means a lot because being from Appalachia, I think I was the first Appalachian artist to, to win it in, if, in many years or if ever, so. You know, to, to do something like that, to represent the, this part of Ohio, that, that means a lot. So you're located in southern Ohio, the Portsmouth region, and your town is Blue Creek, which is outside of Portsmouth. Is that correct? Yeah. I live in Blue Creek now, but I'm, I'm, a, duck, I'm a duck run boy, you know. Which is up. in where? Yeah. Which is McDermott. Yeah. Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Homer so, Roy Rogers, who's, who's, who's was a good friend of my grandpa. Oh, that's right. Duck Run was Roy Rogers. I'm still friends with his kids. Yeah. Awesome. So can you describe your process that you do for writing? Like, how does it work for you when you start to sit down and write a song? Do you get the words first or the rhythm first? Well, with me, a lot of times they come together, but you know, folk music's a little different. You're, you're a storyteller. So I'm not a prolific writer like, you know, Bob Dylan or something, you know, and you're telling a story. So, you know, there's not a lot of baby, 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 which is nothing wrong with that. I like baby, 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 uh, but you know, you, you have to tell the story. So it, it sometimes takes a while. So, I'm very, I mean, and I'm a lazy songwriter too. I, I do a CD maybe every four years or so. I got all these bits of paper with scraps on them and, or stories I've seen in a paper or something like that. And I thought, man, it'd be a great story. And then I put them away. And then when it comes time for the CD, I, I cram for the test. I have to finish them all up, you know. So, but yeah, most of the time it's, it's a story. And it's hard to tell a story in three minutes sometimes, you know, but th- that's the challenge. So you've entered the international market with your music. How did that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have no idea. I mean, probably the, the, the biggest area I have is Australia, New Zealand, and that area. Uh, very, music's very popular there. And then in Germany, 
France. Yeah. So how did it happen that they got your music from the U.S. over there? Oh, my record company. My record company goes sends uh, music around the world. Yeah. And they and they tend to like the folk music, you know, over there in those areas. And you're from somewhere else, you know. That's <laughs> why like the Beatles were big in the United States. They were from somewhere else. <laughs> you, when we were talking earlier, you had an interesting story. You traveled to schools as well. And, you know, you play your music, not just locally, but other places. But you've been around Ohio as well. And there was an interesting story about a school you went to. Can you tell us a little bit about this very different school you went to? Yeah, it was it was a, a, a Jewish school in Akron, and uh, it only had 60 students, and they were the most brilliant, and they were the pick of the pick and uh, that area, and they were just brilliant students. And uh, after it was done, a little eight-year-old boy came up to me and says, I really enjoyed your program, sir. You know, I think you could make a much more substantial profit with your music if you would do this and this and this and this and this and this. And this. Yeah, I wanted to hire him for manager, but he was only eight years old. (laughs) (laughs) That is so uh, interesting. Well, I have a lot of pictures that um, I'm going to be posting on our social media of uh, the time that we've been together. And I want to thank you for that. And there was also, um, you have your latest CD, music song, latest song. Can you tell us about Uh, that one? Yeah, latest CD was called the "I'll Be There." I'll be there for you, and it's a. It was just it was voted out last year. It was voted one of the top folk albums of 2021. Of course, it's folk music. I always tell people, you know, that that's like being the best tuba player in the world. <laughs> it's rare. The market is kind of small. Well, Steve, this podcast being called bloom where you're planted um i always ask everyone what does that quote mean to you oh well to me i took it like you know practice your art and be who you are you know from where you are you know your roots don't forget your roots you know uh, we're talking about roy rogers I, I remember meeting him so many times when i was a kid and that's the one thing i remember most about him he never forgot his roots he always came back visited to the people in the area and, and yeah that's how i take it that wants to do what you've been doing the music writing and the marketing and the making of and traveling and performing what sort of words of wisdom would you offer well i, I get that question a lot from people and uh, young people a lot of times they don't like my answer but but the thing is, you have to find what you do well, not necessarily what you think you're good at. <laughs> you know, it, it takes time, you know, like me. I'm, I mean, I'm like every kid growing up in my age, you know, I wanted to be the Rolling Stones or the Beatles. But then I realized, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm not a I'm not a rock star. You know, uh, I'm a folk singer. And uh, once I. And, you know, I played rock bands and did the whole thing. But once I realized this was my, this is what I did best. This is what I'm supposed to do. uh, That's when it took off. So that's what you have to do. And I I can, real quick, I can tell you how that happened. Uh, I was invited to this 
folk music thing and down a, a, a seminar, like three day down in the Smoky Mountains. And they had folk singers from all over the southern, you know, South America, North America, Mexico, everywhere. And everybody got to come and we had lectures. And I remember Pete Seeger, who a lot of you may remember. You've heard of Pete Seeger. He's a, one of the godfathers yeah, of folk music. Yeah. So Pete Seeger tells everybody, how many of you are here because you want to be a star? You want to be up on stage and you want people clapping for you and, you know, praising you and looking up at you. And you ever, most people raise their hand, you know, and I'm thinking, what's the trick? So he goes, well, that's great. He said, if you want to be a country star or rap star or rock star or opera star, or, and he names all these kinds of music, you're in the right place. He says, but you're here because you're folk singers. And if you're a folk singer, you don't want to be up on a stage with people looking up at you. When you play, you want to play as close to the people you can and eye to eye because you're telling the story and you want to tell them, let them know, hey, I'm just like you. And he says, that's why there's no such word as folk star. Oh, <laughs> He says, and, I never, so and then the light bulb went on for that. So that was it. I'm done. I'm getting rid of my electric guitar. I don't and, and to this day, I mean, I, I do big shows, but I still, my, my favorite place to play is a small thing with like that. He says, because you want people to know folk music is music of the people and, and you're not a star. You're just one of them. And you got some, you got a story to tell. That's wonderful, Steve. So right now we are in Shawnee State Lodge that's in um, West Portsmouth, Ohio. And this is a place that you frequent to play music, isn't it? So. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. So. Best gig I got because it's five miles from the house. <laughs> <laughs> and um, can you talk just briefly about your Native American roots? Because this lodge is definitely Shawnee Indian Lodge or fashioned after. So part of what you do is you have instruments that you play. I know you play the guitar, you have a Native American flute mm -hmm. and you also have roots that are Native American. Is that correct? Yeah, I, I, I'm the, I'm like most Appalachians. I'm a mixture of everything, you know. Uh, I'm a part Shawnee and actually, actually, I always tell people when I ask, it's not Shawnee. That's not how you say it. If you say it right, it's much prettier. It's Shawanase. Shawanase means the people of the South with silver. Shawanase. Oh, wonderful. So, yeah. well, Steve, um, what's next for Steve Free? Oh, gosh. Well, probably you know, I just put out a CD, so I'll probably be doing it in three or four years. Uh, Try to stay closer to home now because I'm getting old, but I still go out west. You know, in LA, I was in LA last year, like that. But I'm thinking about there. Uh, my music, as I said, is very big in Australia and New Zealand. So uh, they they wanted me to come over there and do do some shows, do a tour. So I'm pretty much thinking about that. That would be so exciting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Well, Steve, our time is about to come to close, and I really appreciate um, this time that we've had together. And um, so best of luck to you, and hopefully get that tour overseas. So, sure. Thank you. So, not, not, everybody is listening to check out my music. It's on all those things like iTunes and Amazon, all those things old guys like me have no clue what they are. There. <laughs> we will make sure that everyone gets your information and all of your links. And so, again, thank you. And this is the Bloom Where You're Planted podcast, sponsored by Never Too Late Cafe. And this is Laura Womack, your host, signing off and saying bye for now. <laughs>